Well, hello again, everyone. Welcome to What We Make, a Terminator podcast. I'm Will. I'm Malika. I'm Matt. And today we are joined again by John. Hi. Hello, John. Good to have you back. Glad to be here. I keep forgetting I I, I only have uh, a show on Blu-ray, and since none of my Blu-rays are None of my Blu-ray players are hooked up. Uh, I keep forgetting, like, oh, I have to watch the episode. Oh, wait, I can't. So uh, this time I actually purchased it from iTunes so that I could watch it. I've had to do that with my Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't my laptop, but I know that coming up. All right. So do a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll try to keep it brief. This episode is episode nine, Complications. It originally aired November 17, 2008. Directed by Stephen DeCaul. Two thousand eight, and I feel old. I know today is the seven year anniversary of when Sam and Amanda Lila aired and I saw some time hop in. I was like, Oh Yeah, a lot wow. of times, a lot of these uh, directors that you see for television, like they're they're uh, they're they're workman directors, where like they just like that's what they do is they just they do lots and lots and lots of TV. It was written by John Worth and Ian John Worth, formerly of Briscoe County Junior. Who do you play? He was a yeah, he was a writer. Oh, producer. Was, yeah. Also on Fox. Stuff happened. Stuff and things. Yeah. So we start out seeing Marty's empty grave. Sarah and Cameron are in matching dresses. <laughs> that's the first that's the, your first note that something's awry yeah <laughs> cameras water and cat eye and they grow and they turn into metal I guess and develop John John doesn't seem too worried about it it's just a cactus giving you a hug yeah, it's all good <laughs> it's comfy so Sarah wakes up from her dream like you do. Yeah. Like you do after you've been in Mexico. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that uh, we only saw it through one end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Let's not go there. <laughs> Cameron wonders if she's pregnant. She was vomiting that morning. Tara says she's just bugged and overwhelmed with compassion. She knows he's a turtle. And keeps him up and sets him up in it. And later, Sarah's sweating in bed. God knows she's from medicine. Cameron breaks up in rehydration fluid. For a second, I thought maybe she was like just now suffering radiation sickness from a few episodes ago. Yeah, I I wondered about that myself. I was like, well, they said it was a thing in mm-hmm. this timeline. Um, yeah, Sarah wants to go back right now to get Kamada's body, body, and Kevin reminds me that they're not safe. Where we heard that before? All the time. <laughs> no, I just said we hear it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Dara gets to call from Jesse. <laughs> My notes say that Derek needs to bring a fine. <laughs> oh. Derek, I need to see you right now and bring the fun. <laughs> Bitch, I always bring the fun. <laughs> so, Jesse was at a mall earlier and eating some crappy food. And really? <laughs> you need crap. <laughs> I've been eating a lot of delivery pizza. That sounds good. <laughs> I get a fr- I get a free one next order. Papa John's. Is it like a frequent? It's a frequent. Yeah, you rack up you rack up points with each order. So I think it's like you get one point for every five dollars you spend, mm-hmm. and uh, when you get up to twenty five points, you get a free pizza. Nice. Yeah, I don't really, don't really have anything like that out here. At least none that deliver. So, Papa John's, it is. <laughs> this episode brought to you by Papa John's. <laughs> Yum. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. Oh, it's, it's what I call butter? the buttered fat. It's like a garlic butter thing, but I just call it buttered fat. It's like, yeah. butter, it's like just grease runoff from the pizza itself and just pour it back on. Because of butter? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Butter sauce. <laughs> No, it was mostly because of Reese's peanut butter. Oh. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Want. I know. I would tell your dog not to look. <laughs> like, no. Um, 
Yeah, she was eating some food in the mall and she saw Charles Fisher. Barry doesn't remember him, but she says Barry's amazing. She thinks he was sent back from the future and what he worked for the machines in the future and he's going to die. That's a new concept. Hmm, yeah. For the machines. <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> Yeah, this is um Richard Schiff, right? Oh, tons of stuff like um like the West Wing and Oh, it's Toby. It's it's Toby. I'm so glad mm-hmm. we have Toby on our screen. Yeah, it was good to see him. Um and so yeah, I mean I don't know if he's coming back, but I want him to come back badly. Well not that I really they killed him. Flashback? <laughs> Maybe, but he did. Don't want to be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> I don't know. I, I know they killed him. But actually, I just forgot about it for just a second. Yeah, you're right. He can't come back. It's so sad. So sad. Adam Bush could. He's still alive. Yeah, we and Cromartie might come back. You know, like, <laughs> even though it's his carcass. Like, I don't know. I think, no, I think that uh, garbage Reminds can... Me of a- Reminds me of a scene in an episode of The Simpsons. It was like this little commercial for like Big Brothers, you know? And it's this little kid like standing at this grave. And he goes, Your brother's gone. Yeah. And he's not coming back. He might. No, he's gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> I feel bad for laughing, but it's just so funny. You might oh, know sad. he's gone. Oh. <laughs> and it's terrible I'm laughing. You <laughs> <laughs> might know he's gone. Yeah, it's a TV. <laughs> oh, we come back. Okay. So, what happened is, this person has frozen too. And we went with those other ones that we went out. I was like, you might have viruses. We have two but... PCs, must be nice. Whoa. I know. No, I have a Mac in front of me, and and I have a. Uh, 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 like a regular laptop in front of me. I don't even know what to call it anymore. It's a Toshiba. <laughs> so I shouldn't talk. And then I have like two, I have three devices. I, I'm way deviced out. Like, I, I need to get rid of some of this. Yeah, I have my own two laptops. <gasps> I have two work laptops, and I have a gaming desktop. Oh, God. I hate all of you, you right now. Yeah, okay? you win. <laughs> no, I mean, my, in my, I honestly, like, if it wasn't for work, I wouldn't have a lot of this. And yeah. I actually don't like it. It's gotten to be oh. too much. I need to simplify my life. <laughs> you wanna do this wallet's too them? small for my 50s, and my diamond shoes are too tight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, one of those laptops, all it contains is unfun stuff, like. Widgets and spreadsheets and whatnot. It's not like anything to play with. I think that Will has us all beat because he has gaming, a gaming thing. So Johnny Cameron are going along and she has her leg out the window. Okay. 
So I have a question about this. So what do they feel when they get their arms blown off or like, you know, like how bad is it? Because if they have feeling, then. Well, I mean, they don't, they don't scream or cry or anything. So it's one of those things where it's like, I imagine it's like, it's like anything where like sensors go off that tell you, you know, that, that like register the, like, pain or, or like a loss has occurred but since they're not like emotional they can't express that but I'm sure like you know it, it, it works in a sense it's like it like I don't probably doesn't hurt hurt but it you know you but you obviously feel the uh, the effects of it I guess it's just yeah I mean I guess yeah, I guess that I, I tie up a lot of emotions along with feeling and there's like a, you know, cause it, it's so tightly cor- um, you know, correlated, at least in human beings. So mm. I don't think it's gonna, I think that like it's a, I'm just gonna say that this is gonna be tied to her actually feeling like emotions as opposed to just sensation. Right. In some way. But it does, it does make me like cringe cause if she feels, you know, like, it must be really, really, I mean, I guess it's like, you know, I mean, she's not going to cry about it. You're right. But like the amount of intensity of what she feels must be right. huge. So, well, I, uh, and that's the, and that's the sort of, that's the whole thesis of the show. You know, what does it mean to be human? Can a machine have a soul? You know, that whole thing. I mean, we've had, yeah, we've had Cameron do ballet and had it be effective enough to, you know, to make Derek cry. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've also had, you know, the, like one of the last episodes I was on was Samson and Delilah, where Cameron expressed some pretty convincing emotions. You know, I bought it. It's like she's genuinely sad and upset, you know. So who knows? Hmm. Interesting. Because yeah. it's like even though even though like the Terminator in the second film said, you know, I know now why you cry, but that's something I can never do. You know, maybe it's different now. You know, we've had advancements in the technology yeah. and changes in the timeline. So, like, can a robot upgraded. feel? You know, yeah. Jesse I guess. Was, uh, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, uh, Jesse's place to bear the official of the gray. The grays help act more humanly. I know every. Every time I kept saying that, I kept thinking of, uh, like the X-Files or Aliens or something. Uh-huh. Uh, Derek doesn't remember Fisher, but Jesse says he was at the top of the list. Fisher claims that he, his name is Paul Stewart. Did Derek think that he's right for his own sake when he gets the opening credits? <laughs> Those random ass opening credits. I know. It's just, I don't know. That's there's actually a reason for that. It's a um, it's a ploy in television because they they don't. That's why there are some shows that take a really long time to get to their first uh, commercial break because they they don't want you to turn away because as soon as that happens, people start flipping stations and looking at other other things to watch. Mm-hmm. They don't want to come upon some other show that's now grabbed their attention and they don't go back. Hmm. So that makes sense? Yeah, so so they, they keep it on long enough so that they grab your attention regardless. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and, and they then, don't, and yeah. they and they don't all break at the same time, and they they want to, uh, yeah, like get your attention and get you invested. Like, oh, you've seen the first, you know, ten minutes. Might as well keep going, you know. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. I guess it's more like nowadays it's even more of an issue than it used to be. Like, yeah, that makes sense. And that's that's what the whole remote free TV thing was for the previous season. Um. Was that, uh, or actually, no, I, I think it was, I think it might have been this season. Um, there were shows that, that were, um, that instead of for like 42 minutes, they were mm-hmm. going 50 minutes. They were producing more content, uh, because they wanted, um, to have fewer, com- like fewer commercial breaks or, or they weren't as long because they wanted to keep people tuning in, hoping that they would get, like, higher ratings that way. But I think yeah, they, only, the, they only they only tried it for, like, a season. I think that around this time, wasn't there, like, I forget what TV show, I don't know if I was reading about it or I actually watched the show where they, for the first some episodes, they just didn't have any commercials or, like, very, very few. I think they had, like, maybe, like, three commercials or whatnot. Um, I don't know. And I, I feel like they, they did that and it was like for the same kind of ploy. And then like the second season came about and they added back in commercials. For some reason, I feel yeah. like I read that or I saw that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, well, it I makes mean, sense. Because I, I know it was a thing Fox was doing because um, if you look at the first season of uh, Dollhouse episodes, like they're I like, I think it might have been a like, Dollhouse. Yeah, they're like 50 minutes, 50 minutes long. Yeah, I remember with Dollhouse, they would have like, at the beginning of the show, they would have like 30 second commercial breaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. think that's what I'm thinking about because it was around this. Yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking about. But um, yeah, I mean, I, it, this. Yeah, I know, right? It's like stop. But then I think that it makes a lot of sense that um, around this time, like like this is before like Netflix started doing original programming and all, and like the model like truly changed. So they were still kind of struggling to figure out how to account for some people watching it online and all that kind of stuff and how to. Yeah. Yeah, because all of those all of those shows on cable, like Breaking Bad and stuff like that, like they'll go for like fifty minutes. And that's because they can afford to, because cable is subscription based. So most of it's so it's already paid for. Um so they don't have to rely on uh, the ad revenue they get from commercials as much. Well, yeah, as much. That's the key. Yeah. They look at Fisher's license. He uh, said he was a Watford Terrible. He was out looking for a Watford. Sticks to his story, but Derek, Derek asked him if he knows who he is, and Fisher says no. They should have asked him some watch questions. They should have went yeah. to Wikipedia, and looked up watch repair, and then asked him some technical questions. <laughs> well, he had a, he had a, 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 you know, a clock tattooed on his arm, so, like, I'm sure he knows. Uh, watch stuff. No, that's yeah, he's like it's stuck good. at it's stuck at the same time. I don't understand. Yeah, whenever <laughs> I think of watches, I always think of Siler on Heroes. So I was like, mm. <laughs> I always think of Pulp Fiction and the watch up the asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's actually a, yeah, seriously, that's actually a more. Uh, I kept. I kept it says more about you than anything else. But that's what no. it's just because it's Christopher Walken. I kept this uncomfortable piece of metal <laughs> up my ass. For four years. 
<laughs> that is a terrible Christopher Walken. I know it is. Yeah. yeah it's, I don't even know if that qualifies. Wow. That just sounds like that. I'm setting a line. <laughs> that was my first attempt. Hmm. I'll have to refine it. Oh, yeah, Jesse's sure that it's Fisher, but Derek doesn't remember him. He wants to hear Fisher say who he is from his own mouth. And Jesse says, he will when she goes off somewhere. I hate her. I really do. I just, I, I, I don't <sighs> like her either, and I'm not sure why. She's just annoying. Like, her face, and like, she's like, I don't know, like, I feel like she's very close to... Sarah, like, if Sarah was, like, a smidge more annoying, like, she could ter- go into Jesse territory. For some reason, there's just, like, same things that annoy me about Sarah annoy me about Jesse. That's all I can kind of figure. I, you know, and, 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 and I do apologize, because I know this is, I know how this is going to sound, but it's not intended uh, mm-hmm. this way, but mm-hmm. I normally have no issue with the Australian accent, but something, something that it's coming from this character. And again, this is not a, yes. a, a knock against the actress, but it's coming from this character. It, it, there's something like nasally about it. That is, that is grating. That is like, Oh my God, shut up. <laughs> I actually agree with you. I mean, I don't have any, I mean, I actually liked Australian accent, but for some reason, mm-hmm. this character with the Australian accent just comes off as pompous and annoying. Right. I think, yeah, I think that's what it is. You just, something about that combination just, makes for a bad mix, and it's like, ah, please go away. Because I've never seen, I've never seen her in, in anything else. Like, I know she was on that, like, revamp of 90210 or whatever, but... No, she was? And I, yeah, and I think she even might have had an, an American accent. I was that. just going to ask you, like, was she that, like, does she have an American as- accent? Was she annoying? Because I can't really just, I mean, I know that, like, the, her voice coming, like, the voice coming out of her mouth and the way it's coming out is annoying. Mm-hmm. I don't want to attribute it 100% to her accent, because I do think that the character has a lot to do with it. Yeah, that's but, what I think. Uh, it's, I think it's that combination of that voice yeah. and the way the character is written and, and forced to be portrayed that is making for the bad mix because like all of those things like by themselves wouldn't be an issue really. But it's mm-hmm. something about that Common- those specific things conflict. combined that's just like, ah no. She just seems to try who try too hard for me. I don't think she's a good actress. Oh. <laughs> no, I I actually have think that has to do with it too. Mm-hmm. Just some of her facial expressions and her poutiness and She's she's a gorgeous woman, but like you know, mm-hmm. just, it doesn't work for me. Really, I thought she looks like she's had like lip work done. <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Has she? I don't know. But that doesn't mean anything. A lot of young people get a lot of work done, like if, implants. You know, yeah. Lip work looks, is. Uh, she looks not like one of she's these. had botched lip work done. I don't know. Oh, what if it turns out she hasn't, and you just like? Well, then she's a beautiful woman, naturally. <laughs> if she's meant to look like that, she's... that's fine. <laughs> she's just a terrible actress. <laughs> we'll just like, there's nothing to, then we, then we won't criticize her uh, the way she looks. We'll just criticize her acting and her lack of talent. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 have, I have no problem, honestly, with her with her performance. It's just it's it's what. It's the way that she's written, the way the character's written, and what she's the being words coming out of her to... face. <laughs> <laughs> coming out of that face, yeah. yeah, that face. 
He's coming out of another phase, maybe. Yeah, if it's coming out of Baggy's phase, I'd give it a pass. <laughs> Baggy. <laughs> he had really red eyes in this. Like, it, it was weird. It felt like his eyes were lined in red. Like, they weren't red themselves, but, like, the corners and underneath were all red. It was just a very interesting look. Yeah, Looked like he need like, you know. I don't know if I talked about that in the episode, about how his eyes look red a lot. And, like, he's, as he's grown through this, he doesn't <laughs> his eyes. And he was, he was dating Megan eyes. Fox at the time. Yeah. No, I didn't. I I noticed that this episode. I didn't notice it before, but that's interesting. That that's it's a constant thing with him. Um, Sarah's in bed. She hears something from a baby monitor, and we see it in that dress again. She goes through the house and sees a bunch of baby beds with turtles inside, and then people freeze. Did we mention the turtle that she turned over in the beginning? Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that that Sarah holds out her hand and she just walks right by her, like denied. Are they trying to pull the Sopranos with this thing? <laughs> like the fever. I don't know. Game. But this is like that that um, and I forget what it's called um. With the brothers, I feel like there's like you know symbolism, or even like the 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 Wizard of Oz one, where I'm like, there are they? What are they trying to say? She's Dorothy or whatever. And I'm like, with this one, I'm just like, is there another layer that I'm not getting? Or I don't know. Which is funny because I'm watching Twin Peaks and there's all and I can get everything in there. And this one, I'm just like, I don't know if they're not doing it well or if it's just me think, not watching. This I think what the, it's what it what it means is that uh, uh, Sarah is Leonardo. Um, John is Donatello, uh, Derek <laughs> is Raphael, and Cameron is Michelangelo. Turtle Bauer. Uh, Ellis, Ellis, Ellison is Splinter. Oh man, Ellison. This is an epic fail. So. <laughs> yes, she wishes. Oh man, yeah, I like April O'Neil. Don't put that on Riley. <laughs> mm-hmm. Whatever happened to Riley? Where'd she go? What, what happened last episode? Did they just send her home and that was it? Oh yeah, I forgot. I didn't. I totally did not pick up on the fact that she's not in this episode. Maybe like he's planning another getaway with her or something. I don't know. But whenever she turns up, it's bad news. It's the it's the um uh the uh, reticle for the predator's weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Kill me. Kill me. I'm here. <laughs> that one that one's better. Yeah. <laughs> better than your Christopher Walken. Yeah, better than Walken. <laughs> I've done this one more than once. Why was the second episode where we saw the blood wall? And I saw I uh, yeah. I noticed the dots up there. I was like, oh god, these dots. <laughs> I just remember all <laughs> the fans speculation about what the dots were supposed to mean in the show's <laughs> original and when it got to all the lost levels of obsession. Hi, for some reason, for some reason, like, when this originally aired and, and for like episodes upon episodes they were going on about these three dots, I, I could not care. 
I just, I, I was like, I, there are three dots. I don't care. And here's the thing is that I don't, that's what I'm talking about with all this dream stuff. It's like, I love and I live for this stuff to like analyze mm-hmm. it. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh. John and Cameron are digging up for Marty's grave and he's gone. And only one other person did. Dun, dun, dun. I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I I thought that that wasn't the last we saw of him. I mean, I, I mean, not, not with that I think he's really seriously alive. I, that might happen, but or they might restore him, but I thought something was going to happen with his body. Well, I don't know if it's like Lost where somebody... Lose the show, but they're still in the opening credits until the end of the season. But Darren Dillon has still in the opening credits. Well, he was. I well, thought you were going to say that we're. I thought you were going to say that we'll see him walking around in white sneakers somewhere. <laughs> I mean, in in this episode, he did he did make two appearances. One is a dead body, and one in a dream. So. What did he get paid to do? Well, he didn't have any lines, so. Probably like pretty less. Cheap. Yeah. You guess what I was hungry for during this next scene? <laughs> Derek brought a cheeseburger from Fisher. <laughs> yeah. See that that I hate that uh, because oh. like I don't really eat cheese unless it's on pizza. <laughs> um. So like if somebody just brings me a cheeseburger, I'm like, you know, you could have asked if I want a cheese on this damn thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't I, just assume if you're hungry enough. If you're a prisoner, you're not going to complain. Okay, so no. I had a problem with the way he ate. <laughs> um, uh, What's his name? Toby. Yeah, okay. Fisher, Fisher. <laughs> Your I, name I, is Toby. <laughs> yeah, it will forever be Toby. I, um, it's a very, Roots like, it's, it's like with the mouth thing, Will. You know how you have problems with people's mouths, and I do too. I also have a problem with the way people eat, and... I didn't like the way he ate. It was very disturbing. I don't know if I, w- if I liked it or not. I was just interesting. It stuck out to me and it was like fascinating. I was watching him eat. It's very distinctive. It's like the, like the lip smacky noises. Yeah, it was, it was certain like sound and mm-hmm. faces that he was making. Just watch it again. It's just very strange. Right. Well, chances are that's because he didn't actually eat it, any of it. Like chances are like in between takes, someone would come up with a bucket and you're supposed to spit it out. Yeah, because that's usually what you're supposed to do with with food, um, you know, when you're shooting something, because they'll have they'll have the food like pre-made, like a bunch of different meals, you know, like let's say somebody's gonna be eating a burger in a scene, they've got like thirty burgers already made and ready to go, and they've just been sitting under a heat lamp, and what you're supposed to do is just you know, take however many bites you do in the scene, and then, like, when they cut, you just spit it out in a bucket, and then they bring you another one, and you do the scene again, you know, and, and, but, like, sometimes, sometimes people will eat, will actually eat the stuff. I think I remember hearing some of the Sopranos actors say that they would actually eat. It looks like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or, or they'll do, like, it depends on how many, you know, takes that they need, but, I've heard that, but, you know, and then sometimes I often wonder if people are acting without food in their mouth, because you can pretend to eat, you know, and not actually That's have food also, in your mouth. That also happens, yeah. This you guy definitely that. had stuff in his cheeks, and it was mm-hmm. just very strange. So whatever he was doing, he's masticating. Oh, 
He was masticating in a very distinctive way. I wonder if actors take classes on how to eat. Yeah. Uh, in acting class, yeah. You, you, Tony, yeah. Tony Soprano just like he moves it around on his plate with his fork, and he never actually eats it. But every, lots of other. So does every girl yeah. in every <laughs> show. I, I I like I I I pay really close attention as a female to whether the women eat because the guys, the majority of the time, they actually you can see them put food in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Women never do that. It's really annoying. Yeah. Oh, I hate it when like there's like a scene with like food. You know, like they're in a diner or something. And they never really, they never eat, they never even take a bite. Like, why did you see, why did you shoot this in a diner? Why did you write this in a diner to take place in a diner if you're not even gonna like actually use, like, freaking eat it. So just, they'll cut up their food and they make that, like, you know, the tink tink sound with their, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm very like obsessed with this. Silverware. Yeah, it sounds like they're like, you know, they have a lot of like, I don't know if it's sound editing or if they're actually making that sound on set, but they'll be cutting it up forever. I never use a fork and knife usually when I'm eating, Mm. Um, you know, like at dinner. It has to be like a special kind of thing, but they always use a fork and knife. And then, I don't know, it's also what bothers me is with the coffee cups when it's like way too light for there actually to be coffee in it. When they're carrying around paper cups, that bothers me yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, like, you look sometimes when the way some people hold those things, like if somebody's got a mug or something, and they're just, like, flinging their arm around all over the place or tipping their cup. Ever, it's like, if, if there was anything in that, it would be spilling right now. Mm-hmm. But clearly, there's nothing in there. In Twin Peaks, did you get to the episode where Maddie's in the diner with uh, Donna and James yet? And... uh they order her a um, cherry Coke and she doesn't take one sip and then they leave. Oh, mm. no, because she, she just entered this. She just entered the scene. But yes, that always happens where they offer something. You need to like, cut away or like they'll just like leave or they'll just do something. And you're like, what were they thinking? Mm-hmm. Didn't leave any money on the table. Or, you know, what happened after they, you know, they, you know, so really tense conversations in the middle of a meal. And you're like, what happens after they, they, you know, cut? Do they just all leave the table? Like, you know, cause they're not going to sit there through that meal. I'm always like, do they take the, the food with them to go? I always want to know these things. Yeah, I know. Seriously. She better have. <laughs> She's got a tab, running tab. I'll tell you next episode. I think it's probably the next one or something. <laughs> Fisher said he used to be an engineer, but that got old and he learned to just never watch this. Um, because why I, not? Uh, actually, I want to, when I get tired of reading a program, I want to Ooh. Um, <laughs> Aww. I want to open attitude. a copy store. A, a what? A copy store? A coffee store, like a little coffee shop. Oh, coffee store! Like, just because mm-hmm. you said because you said store, it sounded like you said coffee yeah. store. I'm like, really? Do you want to do that? <laughs> I mean, there's yeah, nothing wrong guess, with it. I it's guess, just <laughs> that's my lifelong dream. Yeah. No, I I just want to have one that's like you know, it's a house that's turned into a coffee shop, and so uh, you can go upstairs into little rooms, and yeah, and oh. then will you provide the food? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Fisher asked Derek about Jesse, and Derek said, it's complicated. So, 
Christian yeah. says, oh, this is insane. He says, Derek doesn't know him. He must be something wrong with her. But then that's when Derek sees his crucifix. I think it says it's his clock because his crucifix is watching. Likely story. And Derek says he doesn't have no hands. It means a life sentence. <laughs> this is over. Or it's digital. <laughs> it says O O O. I want to put like a picture of a digital watch on my <laughs> like tattoo. Yeah. Get it. Get a tattoo of a watch on your wrist, as if it's actually there. Yeah. Just like it's always the same time. <laughs> it's right twice a day. Yay. John and Cameron, uh, Cameron is, Cameron says he's in a car when she gets a call from Derek and hangs it up when she doesn't do the show. At first I thought she was just like, being like, pissy to him, yeah, like, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can tell you're a robot, you can analyze his voice. Or I guess, yeah, it could have been a Terminator. Impersonating him. And then I like what Derek said. Yeah, I know. He shot the hell out of me too. Like he would never be followed her. <laughs> she gets a picture of Fisher from Derek. She doesn't know who he is. She's new. Knows that he looks hurt, but he's very stingy. Well, John, let's okay. let's see a camera phone in two thousand eight or two thousand nine. That's what I was wondering. Like. Yeah. I, I, I can't remember how, cause I mean, I know you could send pictures, but I forget how they looked on, on a little phone. That's why I was gonna, I was gonna make the, the joke, you know, it's just like, like, you know him? Like, you know, what, what, you mean this collection of blocks? No, I don't know them. I look at some of the, like, first pictures of Reese and they look so terrible because they're on whatever phone I had back in the flip phone. Oh. Yeah, but I, gosh, it's so strange. It's not like it's that long ago, but I'm like, how did I take a picture of somebody on my flip phone? And how did it look on the other end? It's hard to imagine. <laughs> yeah, um, I just remember using Twitter back in those early days. It was such a pain on the flip phone. There's no app. Oh, I didn't. I, and you had to like, I had to, you, I just did it with text, like oh, yeah. 404 or whatever that was, 4040, and you could upload, um, you could upload, uh, Twitter messages through that. But I was really speedy with one, with one thumb, like just like texting that way. <sighs> Useless even now, skills. I've never been, I've Useless. never been, I've never been fast texting. I can't, I can't do the double thumb thing. Like, I'm just, I can't. I've got the swipey feature. <laughs> I what? love that. Where you just, you, you don't, Wipe. you don't type, you don't tap, you like, you, you slide your finger across the keyboard and it autofills the words as you're going over them. Yeah, look up swipe. Yeah, yeah it's on Android. Look up swipe. Oh. That's W-Y-P-E, um, oh. keyboard. It, it looks like magic. Like, I love doing it in front of people who's never, who, I mean, it's been out forever, <laughs> but like, my mom's like, how do you do that? She's still like, amazed. Yeah. I'm a sorceress. <laughs> But it, really, the the most effective way on my Android phone, at least, is uh, just the the voice to text. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, like my phone, because I have an iPhone six plus, 
and it has that, I've never used it. I've used, yeah. Me neither. You feel like a doofus doing it, but it's super accurate. It gets it like oh, it every oh, okay. time. Because like, I'm always afraid. I'm always afraid it's gonna. It's gonna. Well, I don't know like, about the iPhone, but on the Android, it's super accurate. Like uh, right. with my swipey thing, like it looks mm. cool and it's faster than tapping. But uh, it's, occasionally it'll it'll get the wrong word. But if I'm saying it every time, it's perfect. Right. See, that's so weird because I've never used it because most times, well, a lot of the times <laughs> when I'm um <laughs> when I'm texting, it's because I can't speak or I, you know, it's like in a meeting and I'm doing it under the table, yeah. which is a lot of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, so I, I don't know. No, no, I, I'm not I, texting. I, I'm just masturbating. Yeah. I'm please. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> Oh my gosh, the amount of text I said in, in work meetings is ridiculous. Um, it's usually someone who's across the room who's doing the same thing. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's like, I don't know. And so I just haven't, I don't know. I, I've got to use it because I also know that Talk Google, um, that, that for searching on your phone and, you know, is, is also a really good feature, like voice to text. Oh yeah, also- I, I have. I have because my sister has like a like a Samsung or whatever phone, uh, so I've seen her do that with uh, Google. Right. Weird, I'm an Android programmer, but I rarely have to type on devices and things like that. Whenever I do, it's like I don't see how you Android people type on these things. It's so weird. Apparently, they don't. Apparently, they swipe. You swipe, yeah, swipe. So, I guess, so what about the way she looked at John and told everything to change her mind about his feelings all the time? She was just repeating what Derek said to her. I feel like she put some sex food into it. <laughs> there was a couple of instances when they're talking and she has this little smile. I don't think, I don't know if it was in the scene, I don't think it was, I think it was in another scene. Like, she looks at him, she kind of, like, smiles and, like, talks out of the corner of her mouth. I'm like, what is she doing? It's just Summer Glau being Summer Glau, because she oozes sex appeal. <laughs> so, Sarah goes to see Dr. Sherman in the home. Yes. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although I, I so. wanted to, because wasn't... Did that episode end with John going back to him? Yeah. Yeah, he went back to him. Mm. Um, but also, uh, the garbage lady wanted to like hire him or whatever. Yeah. Did you notice? Did you notice that he'd lied to Sarah? Because he said like, "Oh yeah, you came in here, said you had an issue with your son, and I never saw you again. And I like I never saw any of you ever again." Oh, he lied about John coming back. You mean? Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought he just said I never saw you again. I didn't know he said uh, any of you. I'm pretty again. sure he said he said yeah. He still like I like I never saw any of you again. Yeah. Hmm. He did. Well, patient confidentiality, but he kind of went out of his way to lie to her. Hmm. She was, she was talking about how she's been sick and has dreams when she does because she walks in a prison. If she walks, she gets the point. Yeah, I thought it was really weird. He's like, make a, make an appointment with the secretary. Make an appointment with my secretary. And where do you go? And she's like, I get the hell out. Okay. I'll see you now. Like, it was, like, what yeah. was, 
It was very strange. I don't know, but obviously he was intrigued enough to like, you know, not go yeah. home and just sit there with her. She caught his she caught his interest. He couldn't. He was like, interesting. Step into my office. I thought she was gonna say something like, "Yeah, I go and get guns." Well, I think that's I think that's why the yeah. scene ends the way it does is because he knows that she's not being completely honest with him. You know, she's she's like sort of lie through a mission where it's like, okay, there's stuff you're not telling me and I can't really help you unless you come clean. But is he working for Garbage Lady now? <laughs> Garbage Lady. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, because I think that I don't remember if that was actually resolved or if we're still not supposed to know um, from last time, so I guess we don't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're working together, especially at the end of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> you should <laughs> at the end of this episode. You should play uh, that garbage song, Paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> that would be very apt. <laughs> Picture of uh, John and Cameron and play number one crush. Oh my gosh, I was listening to that the other day. It's the best song. Hell yeah. So Cameron says she does it. She's thinking out Ellison's house with John. She doesn't understand this whole Yeah. <laughs> John says, I was sure to know why Sarah helped him with that. What we do when we see something that's coming on trouble, and some people just leave it there, and she's like, yeah, some people just drive over and crush it, but it's not what we do. What you do when you see something in pain or in trouble is you flip it over. (laughs) (laughs) As we will soon learn. Okay. Is that a euphemism for something? (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure? (laughs) Yes. So I see Ellison arrive and they go in and confront him. He just tosses me around. It's kind of fun. (laughs) Like Terminators do. Never kill anybody, they just toss them into furniture. (laughs) Um. So Ellison convinces John that he's telling the truth, and John tells Cameron to let him go. But John is easily fooled, I guess. We find out later. Did you guys? Did you guys believe him? Mm, I I think I did at first because yeah, she was choking him pretty hard. Yeah. I didn't think he'd have the uh, you know the the ability to stand up to the that and keep keep a lie up. Mm-hmm. She was choking him in a. She was choking him in a not a non sexy way. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
guy notices that picture of Sarah from Mexico and thinks it's her brother in Mexico or something. There. I, mean, I think she's one of the women that she plays. No, I think she was in Mexico at the time. Or, I mean, the there was... Yeah, it was the end of the first film. Yeah, so I think she was in Mexico at the time because there were. Uh, well, no, yeah, I think she was in Mexico. Jesse brings back a guy. She says it's proof in artificial therapy does. Oh, Warren. Warren. It's Warren. Yeah. yeah. I would I be con- I would be concerned too. <laughs> Seriously, his skin might come off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's well, read the... like I don't I don't I don't trust him. He He has no skin. Yeah. Says that his name is Charles Fisher, and the older guy says it must be a trick. And Jesse beats him up. Derek, Derek takes her aside, says we need to know what he's really doing here. He really is Fisher, and Derek wants to beat it out of him. And Derek starts hurting boy Fisher and uh, young Fisher, and older Fisher admits that he. No, let's let's stick with boy Fisher and man Fisher. Fisher that sounds man. funny. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. You're the you the one who started it, so. <laughs> um. So yeah. So man Fisher says he's not an admission. <laughs> so silly. <laughs> He says when the bombs dropped, he was in solitary confinement. That's the only way he survived Judgment Day. He taught them what he learned inside, what makes people tick. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of The Matrix, Cypher? that scene in The Matrix where uh, where Cypher uh, is talking to Agent Smith, and he basically, like, you know, for trading this information, mm. like, I want you to put me back in The Matrix and, like, Make, make me like someone important, like an actor or whatever. Like basically, like he just gets rewarded for being a a traitor. Yeah, and that's like that's exactly what happens here. Like they they send him back in time when everything was still cool, and so you can have like all the cheeseburgers and stuff you want. And they send him further back in time. Yeah, I didn't send him far back enough. Well, maybe he's been there for a while. Okay. He looked almost the exact same though in the future as he does now. Couldn't have been more than ten well, years. That, that that would be enough. <laughs> ten years. Don't get to see Judgment Day all over again. Yay! Get back in that prison somehow. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, by that point, like he could probably just like you know take his own life or something. He's like, yep, like I don't have to. I I know exactly when the bombs are gonna drop, so I can just like you know swallow the suicide pill or something before that. Don't have to worry about it. No, if I was his age, I'd just go back to the 1950s or something. Then I would never have to worry about Judgment Day. Yeah, and who cares about your kids? <laughs> Did he have kids? I'm just saying, like, you know, you go back then, you're like, ah, uh, even my progeny, who cares? They'll, they'll figure it out. 
Or I just won't have kids. It's fine. Alright. Yeah, I think, yeah. He's a little too old to be having kids. <laughs> well, you never know. Not necessarily. I know, I know he's I able know. to. He's able to, but shouldn't. <laughs> Who are but you to should, say what he should do with his sperm? <laughs> <laughs> he's <Sorry>. irresponsible. <laughs> I wouldn't disagree with you. It sounds like a lot. I know, my mom, my mom was always telling me, she's like, you would make such a good dad. I was like, no, no, no. I make a good uncle. That's what you're seeing. That's the difference. It's like, I can go home anytime I want and not have to be around this kid. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I want to be a dad. Thanks. Same here. <laughs> I hear you. You don't want to be a dad either? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a dad. So I surprisingly, uh, I actually do. <laughs> it's like, if only I could be a father. What a twist. <laughs> Maybe this guy's actually a mom. Yeah. This is a story going in that direction, but I'm oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> why not? So Sherman's talking to Sarah and she's doing half truth and lies and he's not gonna help her. So then she can be honest and I like the when he said that he was out of his ass without saying anything. <laughs> Alright, screw you, bye. <laughs> That's how it's gonna be, bye. Yeah. Fisher and Fisher are talking to each other. Boy Fisher is having a hard time believing in Justin Day and machines. And Man Fisher is talking about how Boy Fisher hasn't had to make any real tough decisions yet. Well, they didn't touch each other, so maybe then. Actually, I think in I think in in this narrative in the Terminator storylines, they it doesn't matter. That's not like a that's not like a, a thing they mess with. So apparently, yeah, you can, I guess, touch yourself all you want and you'll be fine. <laughs> I didn't want to go there, but I was like, oh, I'm in this corner. I have to. Well, <laughs> will make you blind. Power through. Touch yourself all you want in Terminator. It's, it's fine. Oh wow, that's that's dangerous, Will. Is it? Yeah, I know. Is it really pedophilia? Uh, that's gross. Well, it's self-love. You know. uh, see, these are like moral quandaries which I don't want to go down. I, I'm actually going to abstain from this conversation. I guess, I guess you could consider it masturbation. I don't know. There is actually, what was it? It was a time traveler's wife, I think, where he, like, basically meets himself, like, and, yeah. I mean, and he's a kid, and it's it's kind of like, you know, if you're the same age and you saw yourself, and, well, why not? Wait, what so happened that, in this movie? That I think I it's must a time traveler's wife. Now? It's a book, it's a book. Yeah, but it was it's also a, a movie. I know, but I don't know if they put it into the movie because I haven't seen the movie. Oh. But essentially, like, he, you know, he comes back to, like, a time in his life where I think he's just a horny teenager and he's not that much older. And I think it's insinuated that, you know, he had fun with himself. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, okay. 
That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, now one day, along with the robot loving act of, you know, yeah, the time travel. The law ruins everything. (laughs) I just want to be free. Harold, you mean? Fifth lawyers. Jesse thinks he's playing him. Derek's like, what did he do to you? So he describes that what he did in the future, but it turns out it's your big deal to Jesse if he did, he did it to Derek. Derek never saw how he could sell, said how he got out. So this, was kind of, this, was, this was kind of, this is kind of weird and hard to, hard to follow. Oh, I, I totally got it. Like, I, I thought, like, even, cause it had been so long since I'd seen, said it, since I'd watched it. Actually, it was probably, oh, it was last year. Uh, it was the last time I watched it. Um, but I still, I'd been far enough away that I'd completely forgotten about this twist. So when it happened, I was surprised all over again. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I just find it kind of unbelievable that he could forget weeks weeks of of his life. (laughs) If it's, if it's. Well, it could be a different timeline. Well, it, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what it, that's what it ends up being. Mm -hmm. But I think like at the time, like as the episode is going along and that happened and they were talking about, you know, you blocked it out, you blocked it out. I was like, yeah, people do that. Yeah, the, the brain do that. the brain does that to protect itself. Like you can completely mm-hmm. block stuff out. Mm. It's fascinating. And also, we're dealing with time travels. Even if it was the same timeline, you know, I mean, it's all fuzzy. It's like I don't know. I can I can in a, in a world where time travel is possible, I can believe that a guy would forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was. All those eyes, they're just sitting there just like, eh. (laughs) It'd be funny if they were, like, you know, peeking through their hands and, like, you know, like hands on... They're eating popcorn. Yeah, their their chin on their hand, like, watching fascinatedly. Hmm. Writing stuff down. (laughs) They're going to podcast about it later. I do. Um, And I'm originally from California, so, like... Me too. I think it it was... Yeah. From where? No, I lived in San Diego and LA when L- when it was just an LA thing, or it was just a California thing. So yeah, you know. but now they have it here too. Yeah, I'm, I'm originally from Long Beach, and uh, you know, so I I, I kind of grew up on that stuff. And then just in the last, uh, what like ten years, maybe they started uh, bring they bring started bringing them out further out. You know. That's weird. One day? That's that doesn't make any sense. Why would you now is the idea that it's like they're gonna sensation. They're, yeah, yeah, like is the it's idea like they're, it's they're, they're trying to like test it out to like we're we're gonna do this for one day and like and if it's cool then we'll actually set up shop here. Because I think it's to create exclusivity and yeah, to create buzz. And I, I bet you it's like, you know, to kind of get them to 
have a taste for it. So I'm sure it'll come in time, you know, but it's like marketing does this all the time. Like they'll just like put it in market and they'll be create a big buzz around it, create a big event. And then, you know, they'll like kind of announce it. Yeah. It's back. Yeah. (laughs) Whether you like it or not, here it is. Uh, Huh. Well, because the the whole, the whole thing, the reason what makes it unique and special is that, um, they have their own slaughterhouse. And that's where they, that's, yeah, they have their own slaughterhouse and their own, uh huh, that's why, that's why, uh, (gasps) In N Out is, is considered so special and why they, I thought it's because you could order, I thought it's because you could order it animal style. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, um, and that's also why for the longest time they 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 were they were West Coast only, um, because yeah, like they they have their own slaughterhouse and their own um, place they grow their own produce and everything. So that's that's why, and so it like so to have an In and Out Burger, um, you know, in your state or or town or whatever is a big deal because there's a lot of money behind it because they have to have their own uh, slaughterhouse. Well, these are West Coast based. So, I mean, it could be the same slaughterhouse and they just like, you know, send up the money or send up the cows slaughtered. Yeah, maybe. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's why they're in Texas because there's a lot of, you know, ranches out here and yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, I'm, <going> down. <laughs> I'm coming after you, man. We're going to have a slap fight. So there it goes back in. Uh, I should clarify. I, I like Whataburger. I got nothing against Whataburger. They can sponsor this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Whataburger. Now that's good eating. Mm-hmm. What are what? what For what? Co- you say coffee crisps? Yeah, they're Canadian. <laughs> they're not. Yeah, they're British and Canadian snack. It's a chocolate bar. It's like uh, chocolate wafers with coffee flavor in them, just coated with chocolate. It's very simple, but it huh. is delicious. Sounds interesting. Yeah, we have a lot of chocolate bars here that you guys don't get for some reason. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I, I guess there's some. Is it the Cadbury chocolate thing or something that you? Yeah, there's there's there, well, we don't get Cadburys the way they have it elsewhere. We get yeah. our Cadburys aren't as awesome as they are. Like you know, like in India has the best yeah, Cadburys. Oh God, Whatever yeah. they export is like amazing. I tell you but what, also, I like, want again that I've only had once because uh, I had a girlfriend at the time who um, lived in Ireland for a summer. I want a lion bar. Oh yeah, that's that's a British thing. That's yeah, so care, weird. I, I was just gonna say that. I was just yeah. gonna say that. But my favorite, Those my favorite so chocolate bar ever good. is a lion bar. They're amazing. Like I don't, I don't care what kind. They're just, just give me a lion bar. They're just, oh man, they're tasty. Yeah, I lived overseas, and so um, you know, I had a lot of friends who were from England, and so I, you I probably I just order some. Just yeah, nowadays you can probably just like it's just like. Yeah, probably you probably cost a lot. It. Who cares? They're good. Supposedly they sell them here in where I live in Putnam Square. 
What? We're a very foodie, like, a very strangely, like, low-bar foodie podcast. We don't talk about anything, like, <laughs> like, you know, like, highfalutin food. We talk about, like, candy bars and... I think I, I think it's because we often record at dinner time when we're all hungry, so... <laughs> this is so true. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Fisher was wondering how long it took Derek to remember Derek since he doesn't get chewed up, and... When Derek pulls out the gun to shoot Boy Fisher, Jesse ends up killing Man Fisher. See, I don't get like, because I mean, yeah, they have the thing about you know, well, let's hope he never become, you know, he never grows into being a bad person. But I kind of got the impression he already was a bad person, because mm-hmm. like, because there's that there's that moment that the two Fishers have where they're talking to each other, and he has that. And maybe it's because it's played by Adam Bush, so I don't know. And I'm just I was just gonna say he's Warren. He's Warren. But he has that thing that thing where he says, like, you know, it's totally cool, like you're all safe now, so what's the big deal? But he, he it's like he's they're 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 conniving together and it's like you're already kind of a bad guy. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Oh, I yeah. I sorry. I was really disappointed that they didn't kill him because I wanted to see, you know, what happened. Yeah, I wanted the older one to just fade away or whatever. Oh, that 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 wouldn't happen though. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because it's like, because that's the thing. It's like when they started, like, you know, what are they, like, pulling out his fingernails and stuff? Like, mm. like the other guy screamed, but he didn't, you know, he was only screaming because he was like, oh, my God, that's me. Like, stop hurting me. But, like, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like being visited upon him immediately afterwards. Like, he wasn't getting, like, you know, like, oh, my fingernails are gone or I have scars or whatever. You know, it's not like in Looper or whatever, but because... I don't think that's how this uh, this works, which is the same reason that they're able to like share to the same space um, is because it's like it's branching timelines. It's not the same timeline. Hmm. Yeah, time travel. Yeah. It would have been great if he'd actually said shit. <laughs> yeah. Are you sure Ellison doesn't have it? She thinks it's all connected since Cromartie was in his room. He tells John about the shooting of Bowie and Elliot House. He wanted Cromartie to be in his room. Except for me. I killed that one guy. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. No, I don't think so. Uh, she killed someone in a movie, maybe. No, I don't think she killed any humans. Oh well, yeah. She was going it's to. It's just a matter she was of time. Kill Miles Tyson, but yeah. 
She's got that murderous look in her eye. There is just finished some burying. There's a deleted scene where we see him burying it with other rockets. Oh, yeah. They're talking about how they had to let you know where they can go. Because maybe he's going to mock through. And they theorized. But he did! They theorized Derek doesn't remember because they each have some different timelines. He's done some things to ease them back. He's changed some things. And she wonders if there's a version of the future where they're not together. There's no. So that's an interesting concept. Do you think that's what happened? Are they from two different futures? I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Although when he when he says that to her, you know, he's like, you know, no, I don't, I don't think they're like like we're never not together. I was like, that's very sweet and all, but you don't know that. Yeah, he was just. He was supposed to say that. You can't not say that. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be honest. I'd be like, I don't know. I have no idea. I'd like to think there's not. Mm-hmm. But it's like, why would that upset you? <laughs> like, you won't know it anyway. Fisher goes to work and he stopped by the FBI and Department of Homeland Security. Apparently he lit someone he shouldn't have connected him with his man Fisher. You would think you would think that he would be able to because uh, I mean yeah there's that whole thing where it's like he takes them to the um, the container where like oh this is where I was held and everything. I mean like did they just because they don't really follow up on it. It's like, did they just, like, lock him away? Or are they going to do an investigation? Or, like, it's like, okay, well, clearly he's in two places at once. So what do we do about that? You know what I mean? You think you'd be able to prove that, like, okay, like, if, like I was here, but your computer says I was here. But I've proven that I was here. So what, you know, what do we do about that? Mm. Did they lock him up? Did he go to, like, did that just fulfill his, his life sentence destiny? Or did he, it looked more like a mental institution, and why would he get a life sentence just for hacking the government or something? Well, it's the, it's the government. Yeah, the, they'll do that. Um, but, but yeah, there are actually a lot of, uh, prisons that look like that now. Mm. Like, minimum security. For like, you didn't murder anybody, so you're not going, like, behind, quote-unquote, bars. You're just going in, like, a... It's like a corrections facility. You know, like in... Like, Sarah in um, Terminator 2. I thought that was a mental institution. Well, it's called a corrections facility. So, like, they like they can have mental patients there, but they're usually designated to, like, a, like a specific wing. Yeah. But, yeah, but, like, if you commit, like, a... I don't know, like, a federal crime or something, like you would go to a place like that, most likely. Um, Ellison meets with Weaver. Uh, he has Cromartie's body in the trunk and says he needs to learn how it works to tell something and allow his future to itself. And Frank, the, the 
should go to No, they just they it was just all like a montage. They just showed him being locked away. Eh, dream logic. Just, just wacky dream stuff. Mm -hmm. I was afraid she was gonna wake up and she was gonna be murdering him. <laughs> I was like, oh, you should have helped her. How's this for honesty? Bang, 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 bang. Uh, three dots. <laughs> there are three lights. I mean, four lights. <laughs> These are your fifteen, <sighs> ten commandments. Alright, 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 uh, I do. Just Yippee. you almost you almost stole it, but you you stopped before it happened. Um, we're not built to be cruel. That's one for cyborgs. Oh, that's that's the line she said with this with a smirk in her, or either right before then or that line is what she said with a little smirk and like wink. Was that? Was, was that near where she said she wouldn't be worth much if she couldn't heal or something? Okay. Wouldn't no, it was like, it was yeah. like, um, yeah, like, like this, like the leg thing was before, and then, then, and then in the next scene where you, where we see those two, that's where they're parked in front of, uh, Ellison's house, and, uh, and they have that exchange, and she says, we're not built to be cruel, and that's when he says, well, I guess that's one for cyborgs. And she's like, yes, it is. The one I have is, this isn't funny, but it struck me. It's funny. Um, Karen says, there are many things I don't understand. And John says, like what? She says, the tortoise. <laughs> I don't know why. Because <laughs> I had like forgotten about general, the tortoise. Or... Yeah, just in general. I just don't get them. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then of course it continues there and becomes clear, but I just thought it was funny. I have a shell, like a crustacean, but they're reptiles. What? <laughs> and what's up with the hair? I just don't get it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Which one? It's not Jesse. <laughs> um, badass of the week. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess it. I guess Derek. I guess. No, I was thinking about Ellison, but Ellison was like a weenie because he took he took the carcass to her, the garbage lady. I would say that I'd give it to Derek. Yeah, Mister Red Eyes. Yeah, I guess so. Oh. Yep. <laughs> oh. 
don't they have a kid together? I think like yeah. So like he's got a right to cry. <laughs> I can't believe she's a mom. It just weirds me out. Yeah, she's a mom. Based on what? Mm-hmm. So looking at them, I think I'm biased too. In the same way. Looking at. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, she washed his car for it for like an audition. Well. Yeah, but. I mean, I mean, yeah, but also, like, I think he's worse for for having her do that. Oh, Michael Bay, like, yeah, absolutely. Like, like this is your audit. Like, I would ra- like, I would much rather hang out with Megan Fox than Michael Bay, to be honest. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. I think he's so full of himself that it'd be kind of fun to watch him, like, wind him up and watch him go. <clears throat> but um, I don't know. Anyway, I don't really know these people. I shouldn't be judging them. She's mm. probably a very lovely lady and a devoted mother. <laughs> well, like, what if, like, what if, like, that's, like, the one aspect of her life where she's actually, like, really, like, grounded and, like, you know, really solid? You know what I mean? Like, you watch her and, like, you know, movies are like, oh, you're not a very great actor. Or, like, you see her out in, like, the public life and you're like, oh, you're kind of a crappy person. But, like, what if, like, you know, when she gets home and, like, her kid is, like, the one thing that she's, like, works really hard at and is focused on or whatever. Or kids, I should say. What's Could a be. matter, <laughs> As John goes and talks to his dogs. Yeah, she wants me, she wants me to pet her, but she's Aww. too far away. No. Yes. Um, I I like this episode. A lot of a lot of interesting twists and some uh, good performances. So I'm gonna give this one. Oh, seriously. <laughs> what do you she has a do you comment. want? Do you want to rate it instead? I'm going to give this one 7 out of 10 whining dogs. Poor baby. That's about as good as I can do. Um, this was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't enjoy Jesse. It's got some kind of time travel-y implications, which I kind of liked. Um, and it had Warren and Toby in it, so major points for that. Um, I'm going to give it 8 out of 10 damned red dots. Um, I don't know. I, I liked parts of it, so um, I liked. I don't know. Whatever Cameron was doing, just being weird. <laughs> she was <laughs> kind of interesting this episode <laughs> with her, with her musings. Um, I didn't really like the Sarah Connor dream stuff. Um, I don't know. It's just okay. Seven point five out of ten. Termitos. Oh. Yeah, it was good. There were parts of it that were good, especially the whole. Yeah. 
multiple timelines that's going on in seeing young uh I'm just gonna say the young Fisher, the older Fisher. The dream stuff is interesting, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> um mm. so yeah, Cameron and John don't really make me that it's pretty cool. I'll give it eight out of ten uh little baby cuddles. You're so cute. Yeah, we should probably end this soon. I forgot about feedback. Daniel says, Hello, Clyburn. The meaning of Sarah's dream. Sarah is secretly afraid that Chromatic, I'm sorry. Sarah is secretly afraid that Cameron is watering the seeds of Skynet from Chromatic's body and that her embrace around John would be like that of a metal captive, I know. <laughs> Cameron has sensation she feels. Cameron says, I wouldn't be worth much if I couldn't feel, not read. Perhaps her primary work in the future is to feel. Feel for John. Maybe as the lonely leader of the human resistance, she is the only thing that truly understands enough for her to feel for him. I really like the dynamic of John and Cameron out on a mission together, smashing up Elephant House and squeezing his destination. But the lesson is, don't piss off John Connor or he will sick his adorable cyborg girl on you. Mm-hmm. How awesome is it that she rolls him on his back just like a tortoise? <laughs> so huh? <that's> so funny. <coughs> and just the sort of way Cameron would integrate that kind of information in her thinking. Uh, do you think... So that Ellison would have eventually give in if John and Cameron had trusted in the same merciless way as they barricade to Fisher. I get the impression that by this point Ellison probably feels confident that he knows the Connors well enough to be sure they aren't cold-blooded murderers. As for why he stole Kamani's body, remember that he's still a former federal agent, and he probably feels more comfortable using his resources in a respectful company like Reader to fight Skynet. And the kind of vigilante exploits that Connors engage in. Sarah speaks about people who hate themselves and use it to absorb any pain, probably prompting a lot of insight into his own character. You would think that in a world where terminators can impersonate you, mimic you, etc., your destiny would maybe be a lot more suspicious of the fact that this Barrett claims to have no memory of an extremely traumatic experience she suffered in the future. And apparently shows her all about. This episode reveals more about these shows' interpretation of time travel mechanics than any previously. Derek and Jesse's bickering memories to indicate they are from two related but slightly divergent future timelines. It's interesting the show avoids explicitly resolving the issue of having to reveal what would have happened to old Fisher if Derek had killed young Charlie first. They are really using a branching alternate timeline model for nothing with it. But yet the episode toys with the idea of a self-contained time loop at T1. I have an old Charles Fisher's actions in the past and thus condemning his younger self to be sent to the very maximum security prison to initially ensure his survival from judgment day. The answer, the answer to this question has important ramifications because 
I'm traveling to Japan to get a time ride over this important attack you are now there doing things. Then it would mean that the original timeline, John Todd is just the son of some guy in Terra, not the miracle child of a time traveling place in the future in Japan who claims he's his father. Of course, there are an infinite number of timelines, but it will probably take the Terra Express to save the future by stopping Skynet ever being created for a little pointless. Because even if you manage to create a timeline where judgment that never happened, in the future that people out there who came in contact with still just still be just as shitty. <laughs> what kind of place has to security environmental scanner and fingerprint readers but yet no cameras to get to report who came in mm-hmm. Seriously good point. Unless old Charles disabled them somehow, I guess. It seems like he was definitely lying when he said he wasn't on a mission though. But the FBI said he installed a rolling back door into the six network computers to protect this method. Any ideas what the blue dots on the walls might mean? The predators after them. I don't know. Dots. What can you do with dots? A lot, apparently. Connect them. Connect the dots. I don't know. What's the Cyberdyne logo look like? Is it three sections? Maybe it's the beginning of that logo. Maybe it's triangles. Maybe. <laughs> I didn't know this actor the first time I saw the series. I just watched the West Wing in the last couple of years. That was him. You better not have a cyborg in the living room. How will Chucky be helped to find out the curtain cannon? Will he be dead and still didn't know? Oh my gosh, it's Warren. I wouldn't have known if I knew who he was when I, first, when I watched the first time. These two actors playing the same person is kind of cool. Warren must be really desperate to go talk to a shrimp. I wonder what was done to Derek. What is his dilemma? Do you become like a machine and force people to go to what they might become? Oh, time travel. Making assumptions, different futures. I hope this is a sequel of a not together because she bugs me. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, it's not boy. just us. I'm going to pay for what your future self has done, and I don't feel bad for you, but you're Warren. Nah, Ellison does have some of his body. Cameron knew he was lying. John, you should listen to the cyborg. Ellison gives the scrap metal to the other cyborg. Oh boy, what's this going to go? This is no different in my opinion until next time, Heidi. Yay, Heidi. Thanks, Heidi. Do you, do you think while they were there, like, interrogating Ellison that, like, 
Marty was in his trunk the whole time in his car. Because that's pretty funny. If that's yeah, unless the car was parked in the garage, because then it. it Mm. It's behind the shower curtain in the bathtub. <laughs> I think the next episode is when things happen at the working point. Not sorry. <laughs> the one-two point. Yeah, I remember when I first heard huh? the episode back when it was aired. I was like, now we've got three points and a one-two point. What? Yeah. What happened to the third point? So weird. Oh well. Ugh, I don't. Know. These titles are so strange. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> Hey. Mm. Cool. I was happy to be here. Thanks for having me. You can find me on Sofa Dogs, which is my flagship podcast, and that's through Liberated Syndication. You can find me on Idgitcast, which is a supernatural intro cast. You can find me on castlecast.net, which I do with Heidi. Um, and of course I'm guesting in various places. Oh, and you can follow me on Twitter if you like, which is at John Pavlich, J-O-H-N-P-A-V-L-I-C-H. Bye. 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 Bye.